Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hey chickens, it's the fabulous Adam Richard. Welcome back to the Theory Podcast. We are continuing to watch the Patrick Troughton debut story, The Power of the Daleks. This animated uh, Doctor Who uh, episode is causing me to have hay fever. Uh, we've got dusty, cobwebby Daleks. Uh, and uh, as in the recap from the previous episode, a creature scuttling away under a under a door by the look of it. Um, so the Doctor's like, oh, I need my torch. It's too dark in here. So Ben goes to get it and doesn't see that there's someone lurking in the back of the lab. Uh, the Doctor inspects the cobweb Daleks. Really nice bit of animation where he's... Uh, uh, silhouette, um, just the light coming from his torch. Really cute. Uh, Polly wants to know who moved the third Dalek. I know, the third Dalek. It's <laughs> it's kind of like the, the grassy knoll. Where's the third Dalek? Um, ben thinks that, uh, that Lesterson may have been lying when he said he'd never been in there, that he took the third Dalek. Uh, and the doctor's like, yes, Lesterson's a fanatic. Uh, all that, and there's, all's not well with his colony. Um, and one Dalek could wipe out the whole thing because Ben's like, oh, what are they going to do with one Dalek? Uh, Quinn is looking for the examiner. Uh, he's off in the examiner's rooms, not realising that the the doctor, who's the examiner, has snuck out. Um and then Bragan comes in and he's like, oh, you were given strict instructions, Quinn, not to talk to the examiner. Everyone talks like that. I don't know why, because they're all uh, they've all studied at the Royal Shakespeare Company. Um, so Bragan and Quinn have this weird brief scuffle. 
Uh, and then Bregan calls a guard and it's like, oh my God, he's going to kill Quinn. And he goes, uh, you need to look for the examiner. It's like, oh, okay, what's going on here? Uh, meanwhile, Ben says the real doctor went on about the Daleks a lot. Um, uh, and the doctor and Polly start saying, Lesterson, listen, Lesterson, listen, as some sort of weird tongue twistery vocal warm up. I don't know why. Then Lesterson comes in um, and the doctor wants to know where the third Dalek is. And he goes, wow, they're just lumps of metal. And then Bregan comes in and Ben is about to say something about them being more than lumps of metal um, when the Doctor pl- plays a really sharp note on his <laughs> recorder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the Doctor says, I want those Daleks melted down or broken up, up or down, however it is. Um, and he wants to see the Governor and... Uh, then he goes off and they're like, well, the governor's busy. Um, Lesterson's assistant uh, says, can the doctor really stop the Dalek experiment? And Lester's like, oh, I don't know. Get La- get Janley. I love that Janley's like the one everyone defers to. Um, meanwhile, Lesterson goes into his little secret cupboard where he's got the third Dalek. And he says, I'm going to find a way to bring you back to life. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Bregan uh, says that, you know, tells the doctor that he needs to be a bit more discreet because, you know, Lesterson's like a mother hen with his experiments. And the doctor's like, whoa, if there was a, a bomb under the floor, would you... Oh, fruit. Um, he sees a bowl of fruit and he gets very excited and distracted by it. Then uh, Bregan going on about, you know, there's disturbances, there's sabotage, secret newspapers. That's why the governor can't see them because he's very busy sorting it out. He's doing a tour of the perimeter of the colony. Um, Bregan leaves and Ben's like, I still don't believe this doctor is the real one. He goes, oh, nuts, you know what I mean. The doctor's like, oh, yes, I've got nuts, I've got crackers. He loves this fruit bowl. (laughs) And Ben's like, you, my old China, you're an out-and-out phony. And the doctor's like, oh, China. And then gets open his 500-year diary. He goes, yes, yes, I went there. I met Marco Polo. Um, I love that they're having... You know, flashbacks to old episodes. We've sort of talked about the Crusades with Marco Polo, which has all happened in previous William Hartnell episodes. I guess that's, you know, they're like, yeah, no, this is the same guy. He remembers these things that happened. You saw them three years ago, these episodes. (laughs) Um, Polly's like, yeah, I know who he is. I believe that it's the Doctor. Then he gets his Crusades knife out and he cuts open a grapefruit to reveal... (gasps) A listening device. Oh, and a grapefruit. The one that they know and no one would want to eat. Um, <laughs> uh, the doctor smashes it and uh, Ben's like, oh, it must have been Bragan who'd done it. Um, and the doctor's wondering about the button that was found in his hand. And he's like, it's the only clue to who killed the real examiner. Uh, and they've eliminated the governor for requesting the examiner to come because they're like, well, you know, why would you call an examiner if you thought it was going to make you look like you weren't doing your job properly so ben decides he wants to leave the planet uh which you know happens a lot back in these days <laughs> companions are like ah oh, let's just go um and the doctor's like no now that i've seen that dalek creature i need to stay i've got to sort things out um so uh we meanwhile we're in the the experimenty place Janley and Lesterson's other assistant uh <laughs> they're having an argument about politics about you know taking over and the other guy's like no 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 they the people in charge know what they're doing she's like no we'd be better at it um Lesterson becomes furious he's like stop all this political talk let's get on with this Dalek experiment uh 
Meanwhile, the Doctor can only half remember something about the Daleks. It seems to be something important. Um, Bragan uh, tells them that nobody can see the Governor, uh, even though the Doctor started to head off. He's popped his hat on and everything. Uh, and the Doctor says, oh, you know what? I need to contact Earth. They'll support me in seeing the Governor. Then we're back to the Dalek. It's all wired up and Lesterson is building up the power and the sucker arm starts moving. Janler gets a bit of a fright when the sucker comes at her. Um, and Lesterson doesn't know what the gun is for. Like, he doesn't know that it's a gun. He's just like this thing sticking out of it. Um, and then he's decided that it must have a, a positronic brain. Oh, it's, it's Asimov. Like, they're really getting into it now. Um... Power is leaking away, uh, so he bumps it up, and then all of the Daleks' appendages come alive. Its eye starts looking around, and the other assistant, whose name is Resno, we find out, uh, says, it's watching us! And then we get a point of view from the Dalek looking at him. It's like, ooh, it is. Uh, the Doctor enters the lab, uh, not that lab, a different lab or something, some some high-tech place full of lava lamps. I love that it's a cartoon, but they've still gone, oh, no, there would be lava lamps everywhere. <laughs> Maybe they're using photo reference. Um, uh, so he finds a body and then he also finds Quinn who's hiding in the dark. He's been, he goes, oh, I've been waiting to talk to you. And Bragan arrives. Like, Quinn can't even get one centimetre near the Doctor without Bragan butting in and, <laughs> and blocking him. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's plot blocking. <laughs> he's a plot blocker. <laughs> Oh, I'm saying something rude, but not saying it. Um, so uh, the doctor points out the cables on that have been cut on the communications equipment, uh, and then he shows Bragan the the button that he found. And Bragan's like, "Quinn, this is your button. You're missing a button. Oh, you must be the culprit. And you've got that weapon that knocked out the comms officer." He's like, "I just found this on the floor." <laughs> Um, meanwhile, the Dalek experiment continues. More power. It's working. And the Dalek is staring at Resno again. And Resno's freaking out. He goes, it's intelligent. It's sizing me up. Uh, and Les is like, just keep filming him. And the Dalek focuses on the camera and then <laughs> Dalek shoots him. And then Janley's like, oh, he's not dead. He's just been knocked out by the shockwave. Uh, Janley presses a bunch of buttons on the console where they take off <laughs> old mate to the hospital or wherever he's going uh, meanwhile and we get a close up on the Dalek eye stalk and then there's like a pan across the outside of the planet and I think it's just to say that time's gone past uh, the doctor is playing his recorder again as you know is his want um, Ben reckons Quinn is angling to become the governor and that's why he's doing naughties uh, not that it's been proved it's just you know circumstantial uh, Lesterson puts a cover on the Dalek and he's so excited. He said he's removed the gun and then he's like, oh yeah, what about Resno? <laughs> he's like not even thinking about it. Jan, he's like, ah oh, yeah, I've been to see him in the hospital. He's fine. Um, and she's like, look, nobody must know about our experiment. Uh, and what happened? Because, you know, things will get bad. Uh, the governor is holding a hearing, uh, talking to Quinn. He's got Ben and Polly and the doctor are there. Finally, they get to meet the governor. Um, and the doctor said that Dalek is a motive for destroying the communications. Uh, Lesterson says he'll re revolutionise the colony. He's come in with his tarpaulin. Um, the doctor's like, what have you done? And then he pulls the tarpaulin off and there's the Dalek coming in. Everyone's backing away. And the Dalek focuses on the doctor. And the doctor's like, you stupid fools. 
And Lesterson's like, I'm in charge of the Dalek. Look, move that chair. And it moves the chair. And Lesterson's like, oh, it could be the end of all of the colony's problems. And the Doctor said, yes, it'll end the colony's problems. It'll end the colony. And the Dalek's like, I am your servant. And Lesterson's like, oh, my God, it can talk. And the Doctor's like, yes, it can talk and it can kill. I am your servant. And the Doctor's just screaming and yelling while it keeps going. I am your servant. And it just keeps saying that. And the credits roll. It is a little bit scary and unnerving. A Dalek claiming to be a servant. I am your servant. Come back next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.